0: I've not read Morris's book. Have you?
1: I've hadn't. You know, a browse, a browse <laughs> through. <laughs> Did you enjoy it? I was just checking out what he's saying about me, basically. <laughs> Went through the index. You know what? That, that that was
0: the reason why I didn't want to put an index in my book. Yeah. Because I didn't like the thought of Barney going in the bookshop and just browsing through the, the index. I wanted him to have to suffer it, and the fuckers <laughs> put an index in afterwards. Ah. Oh, man, I was fucking gutted. And I said to him, I said, why have you got fucking index I told you specifically not to put one in.
2: I'm Elia Einhorn. Welcome to the TalkHouse Music Podcast. Here at the TalkHouse, we pair notable musicians for thoughtful, unmoderated conversations and release new talks each week. Regular listeners will have caught recent episodes like Vince Clark of Depeche Mode, Yaz, and Erasure in conversation with Jean-Michel Jarre, with an introduction by LCD Sound Systems' Gavin Russum, or Ben Watt of Everything But The Girl with Bernard Butler. Check out these and all of our past episodes and subscribe to get new ones on Stitcher or iTunes. Today's guests are two of Rock's most legendary bassists, Peter Hook of Joy Division and New Order and Andy Rourke of The Smiths. Peter Hook was a founding member of seminal Manchester post-punk group Joy Division, and then, after singer Ian Curtis's suicide, New Order. New Order shaped the sound and culture of modern dance music through innovative, world-conquering hits like Bizarre Love Triangle and Blue Monday, as well as the near-mythic club they co-owned, The Hacienda. An acrimonious post-millennial split saw the band replace Hookie on bass, while he headed out to tour as Peter Hook and the Light, playing classic Joy Division and New Order records in their entirety. Hook has also released three books, including this year's band memoir, Substance, Inside New Order. Andy Rourke played the bass in legendary indie rock band and my all-time favorites, The Smiths. The band's career, though brief, would fundamentally change underground rock and their influence still underpins most of what has been variously called alternative, indie, and DIY music. When the Smiths played in 1987, singer Morrissey went solo, and Andy Rourke co-wrote and played on a number of his early songs. Andy also worked with Sinead O'Connor, appearing on her number one record, I Do Not Want What I Haven't Got, and went on to play with their Pretenders, Ian Brown of the Stone Roses, Badly Drawn Boy, and more. His new band with Dolores O'Riordan of the Cranberries, Dark, released their debut LP Science Agrees last September. Rourke and Hook have a long history together and even collaborated in the band Freebase, an all-bass supergroup that also included Manny from the Stone Roses and Primal Scream. When Hookie's book tour brought him to New York last month, he and Andy sat down for a chat at Knave in the Parker Meridian Hotel. Sharing a banquette in the bar, the guys talked about a lot. Adolescent pre-smiths Johnny Marr and Andy passing Joy Division in their shared rickety Manchester rehearsal building. Hooky's taking strength for his ongoing legal battle against New Order from Andy's court drama with the Smiths, Morrissey and Johnny Marr's autobiographies, Hook's long-standing personal issues with Bernard Sumner, aka Barney, and so much more. Check it out.
1: So I'm trying to think when we, we first met. Wow. Um, I know we used to pass on the stairs at uh, TJ's, TJ uh, Davis's. God, did we?
0: Were you, me, were you? And jo- me
1: and Johnny had a room there, yeah. Uh, well, I like didn't know that. pre-Smith's, yeah. Wow. So we, uh, and Buzzcocks, But you must have been young then, though, compared yeah, to yeah, us. Yeah, I, I was. like 50, 14, 15 yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, and We used and to it's... spend all our, you know, we used to work part-time. he spend all our money on the rehearsal space. So the weird thing there, then, is, is that we'd be 20... Yeah.
0: You must be you must have been just over 12, 13. 13, 14, yeah. Fucking hell, but yeah. I mean a twenty-year-old kid isn't going to take any notice of anyone who's thirteen. Exactly. You just don't do. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you probably passed me on the stairs and thought, yeah, what the yeah. fuck's he doing yeah, probably
0: Shoplifting.
1: Yeah. <laughs> or
0: stealing, like slaughtering the bleeding dogs, yeah. Uh, God, that's weird. So um, you started really early then, didn't you? Yeah. I never knew that. See how much I've learned today already. Yeah. And oh, um, weird.
1: One time they put us in, in a separate room and it was uh, directly below yours. And, but the, the, the warehouse was so decrepit, we could actually see it <laughs> through, through the gaps. Yeah, we'd see, see little bits.
0: Yeah, because the dust used to come down, didn't it, when you were doing it. I wonder if uh, that happened to him, TJ. I don't know. Someone was telling me he was still about, because he'd be about 60. That's weird to think that he'd be 65, yeah. 65, 68 or something fucking scary isn't it <laughs> all these fucking skeletons walking over our grave mate no i mean the first time i was aware of the smiths was when i went to see them at rafters yeah. uh, and it was really early on and it was a good gig i would never have admitted that to you if i'd have met you that night but it was good i enjoyed it he had the flowers yeah, and, and Not then me. you played the hacienda
1: yeah. Shortly afterwards, yeah. Because that I thought wild. I thought we we first met at the hacienda, but you've got a better a better memory than me. So it was. Raptors, I can't remember right?
0: the first. No, we didn't. We didn't meet there though. I saw you play. Ah, I can't remember the first time I met you. Bleeding out. That must have been some mad night. That will have been
1: on a mad night. It was in the hacienda, definitely. On a mad night. On a mad night. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised we can remember anything because I tell you what I bet you I think you might have had leather pants on
0: (laughs) Well we can probably we can get the approximate date then because of that which had been 86 Oh okay Yeah But the, the weird thing is is that probably we probably met loads of times
1: on those mad nights Yeah at the raves and all that shit so, yeah, I had a, I had a, uh, a flick through the book. I think it's really well-written and uh, Thank you. entertaining. There's some f- funny anecdotes in there <laughs> and, some, and some sad moments, you know. Um,
0: I mean, I remember it was funny because I was thinking on the way down there Then when you were telling me about your court case and you said it was the worst thing you'd ever been through in your life.
1: Yeah, pretty right? much. And
0: I thought... What a fucking drama queen. Well, before, before old age. Well, yeah, that, that's scarier, much scarier. And I, I was thinking, what a drama queen he is saying that. And fuck me. 150% right there, mate. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> just Jesus A, li- a little Christ. bit stressful. Oh, my And I was God. only giving evidence of that, you know. That I, yeah. I, I didn't have anything to gain from it. Well, I mean, you know, the problem here... Is that I was thinking about this today when I was doing these
0: interviews about this fucking book really it couldn't have come at a worse time in any kind of negotiation to uh, bring a resolve to an argument oh, right. and then you go and expose everything in a freaking book yeah. oh man timing is a bitch <laughs> and, you know as bass players we should know that shouldn't we
1: but it was, it was a so scary think, moment. It's open old, old wounds, You think?
0: Well, no, I mean, it's just kept a wound open, I think.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's like... It never actually
0: closed. No, it never closed. Oh. I, I was thinking, uh, me and him have been arguing now, since we split up for 10 years, oh. non-stop. Yeah, it's fucking incredible, isn't and it? And you no, wouldn't think that no this wonderful... No, no, not, well, not yet. I was actually in court today. I am. with yeah in Manchester <laughs> but yeah yeah a nightmare so thank you for that you were absolutely right yeah. on that occasion yeah. yeah keep away from those courtrooms oh lawyers fuck me nightmare
1: they always win yeah
0: well that's I mean that's the trouble with it I mean and you do get Um, they they, they go for the lowest common denominator which is your ego yeah and then get Sorry, you in. Tear you down. Yeah, and then they even if they like you, they walk away to the next job, don't they? It's like us walking away mm. to the next gig, isn't it? Yeah. And you, know, you get a shit audience or an audience that you love, you still go off to the next gig like a loose hooker. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so anyway, there you are.
1: When's your book coming out then? Oh God. I'm not my manager asked me the other day, I don't want to do one. Uh, Johnny's done well, Morris has done one, Craig Gannon has even done one, like, he was the extra guitarist, My Joyce has done one. And everybody's got different, conflicting stories, you know, so I mean the jury is the audience, isn't it? Yeah.
0: You know, they're they're the ones that have to take it all into account yeah. and do it all. But yeah, it's weird though. I mean, you know, it, it's it's like I suppose you have to think about it, and I'm sure your manager thinks about it in the same way, is that it's a hell of a story. Yeah and deserves yeah she's time. really
1: pushing for me to do it you hmm?
0: you're not fancy it
1: I don't know it sounds like hard work to me <laughs> <laughs>
0: hard work yeah it how is hard did, work
1: how long did yours take it took three years see that's yeah. nice well, I mean, you not know, the,
0: that's the, hard labour it, it was hard labour as well it was hard work but the thing is, is is that what was odd was when I did the Hacienda one right that took three years did the Joy Division one it took two years so I thought this fucker had tech one. He didn't. He took three. And once you start, did them all back to back. As well, didn't you? well, yeah, yeah, more or less, yeah. But I mean, the, the, the weird thing was is that you were writing about thirty-one years, and now the eighties was such a fantastic time, and all of us, apart from you, when when did you stop? You stopped eighty-seven. Early Oh, was it that, that's not bad then, is it? So you had a very busy 80s then, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, 82 till 87. Yeah, we all worked really hard
1: through the 80s. Yeah. And the first half of the book was 10 years. That's why I never really saw you in the 80s. Yeah, I, know, I yeah, we we're, <laughs> were always on the road. You never just,
0: rang, you never called, <laughs> you never wrote.
1: Don't take it super No, I know, I know,
0: I know. That's exactly what the wife said to me. In fact, that was probably why my first relationship, as much as I hate to say it, lasted so long. Yeah. It was because I was we were together 10 years and I was away for eight and a half. <laughs> when I worked <laughs> it out. Yeah. If it had been at home, it probably would have been a hell of a lot quicker. Yeah, to be honest. My
1: it's, fault, not uh, hers. Now I had a look through the book and you're right. It's like, brrr, this is what we did. and Yeah, well, I mean, it was. It, it, it's weird, really. I mean, bass players are strange people, aren't we? So were you like really meticulous about keeping notes about things? No, no, I never you kept got got notes. Good, you just got no, a good memory. No, no. I mean, I, I like reading books yeah. that
0: have lists and have chronologies. It's just one of my things. Don't yeah. know why. You're 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 either attracted to it or you're not. Yeah. So the easy thing was was that it was quite easy to put all the dates together and then write about them. Because it's like my mate said to me. He said, "You've been fucking telling all these stories for years for free." So I suppose the point is now, instead of just being pissed up ranting, you're telling them and earning off it, aren't you? You know, it's quite weird. You're selling the stories, and hopefully, you don't have to tell it anymore because people well, can yeah, read. Yeah, you know, yeah. people I can. I mean, read I remember it. when uh, when I did the Acienda book. The reason uh, I did the Acienda book was because he um, was the dancer with uh, 808 State, Eric. Yeah, Eric Barker. Eric Barker. He said to me, I was ranting off at Glastonbury off my fucking trolley and he said to me, he said, okay, you're boring the arse off all of
2: us. (laughs) 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 I
0: thought, fucking hell. People were just, they just switched. Well, they'd heard it all before. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's that bunch of people, same bunch of people all the time that had heard it all before and it was just, uh, yeah, yeah, I suppose in a way it gets too much for people, doesn't it? but it was good I mean it was, it was what we have lived through is fucking unique mm-hmm. and I think that me and you probably forget
1: you know you yeah, forget it's how hard, it was. it's hard on the inside looking at mm. but you do you do forget yeah. how many people's lives
0: that you've lived with them gone right the way through like the Hacienda did people young people who meet the partners, get engaged, get married, have kids, split up, midlife crisis. We've never stopped having one of them, have we? (laughs) (laughs) Mine was a few years back. Yeah, and the constant is your music. Mm. I actually listen to a lot of your music. Would you believe? And I bet you wouldn't believe that, would you? I'm I'm surprised. Yeah, no, I do. I listen uh, to a lot of the Smiths. I'm very, very flattered. No, it's true. It's weird because I actually got into, because there was so much competitiveness between us all, mm. right, all the way through So There was a competition all, in Manchester. Come, yeah, oh, fuck, it was nightmare, wasn't it, mate? Yeah. Absolutely. And the thing is, is that when you get a bit older, you realise it's daft, don't you? Yeah. And you start appreciating things for what they are. Saying that, I've not read Morris's book, have you?
1: I've had a, you know, a browse, a browse <laughs>
0: through
1: it. <laughs> Did you enjoy it? I was just checking out what he was saying about me, basically. <laughs> Went through the index. You know what? That, that, that
0: was the reason why I didn't want to put an index in my book. Yeah, Because I didn't like the thought of Barney going in the bookshop and just browsing through the yeah. index. I wanted him to have to suffer it and the fuckers <laughs> put an index in afterwards. Ah. Oh, man, I was fucking gutted and I said to him, I said, why have you got fucking index? I told you specifically not to put one in. And they do it for somebody won't stock it uh, unless it's got an index in. I didn't know that. Yeah. Because it enables people to shop easier hmm. if it's got an index and they reckon it makes a difference to sales. And I said, well, why didn't you tell me then? Hmm. Fuck it. We're like record companies. They're mm, a nightmare. I think the weird thing was is is I'm sure it felt the same for you. When you, when you were doing the case and everybody was at each other's throats you felt like you've achieved nothing and your memory and the gigs and the heritage feels very, very distant and the weird thing was sitting down and doing the book was actually quite cheery for the simple reason that you remembered a load of the good times Yeah. You know, when you were starting out when you were all together when there was a sense of togetherness everybody going in the same direction no struggle uh, the ambition was still there, especially after Joy Division. Yeah. So it reminded me of that, and it made me actually feel a hell of a lot better
1: about. So it was quite cathartic.
0: Yeah, it was. It really was. Yeah, and it, and it's weird because you know the eighties. Maybe I need to. Get, maybe I do need to write. Uh, book, get it all out. Yeah, get it all out, mate. I'm telling you. All that you, out You'd of be there. surprised. And vomit. How. How useful it is, and I mean, you've got an interest in history, right? For one reason or another, uh-huh. so you 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 can write firsthand about tough times as well as good times, Yeah. and that's the interesting thing. Yeah. Going through, as I did, the Mrs Merton bit, yeah, yeah, was yeah. very very difficult. As a decision, it was very difficult.
1: Yeah, but to talk about males so being abused,
0: to... yeah, it was tough. And you know what? I got so many faxes, not faxes, got so many texts of people that I'd known for years that then turned around to me and said, Well done for writing about that. Ah, Fucking hell, I was the strangest people. I got the shock of my life. But st- strangest thing in the world, so even that was cathartic yeah. and put an end to that bit. Rehab, same thing. Hell of a thing to go through. Fucking murder. But nice to write about, because it was like writing about one flew over the fucking cuckoo's nest. <laughs> <laughs> where, where did you go? I went to the Priory in Hale. Oh, yeah. And I was lucky, really, because it was... Down the street? Yeah, no, from me, yeah. And there was a mate of mine in at the same time. We had, a, we had a laugh being there together, two rock and rollers. Yeah. Made it a little bit easier, I must admit. So it was nice. It was nice to get it out, actually. To tell that story, you know?
1: You were telling me you were uh, still working, aren't you? Yeah, I'm st- uh, still working with um, Dolores from you the mean? Cranberries. Yeah, is it going all right? It's going all right. Yeah, we had to take a break because she slipped a disc in the back. Oh, fucking hell, isn't it murder? Yeah, isn't it? Fucking ridiculous.
0: You know, I mean, it was it was really She's weird as well. Yeah, she she's younger than you. Yeah, and she's fucking slipping discs. Oh my god, man, it's scary, isn't it? It's still, working I mean, it's a... weird, though, isn't it? Do
1: you have you got that drive these days to create? If I'm in the right environment and with the right people, then yeah, hundred percent. Because that's one weird thing about doing the old stuff, you know, playing, working through the
0: LPs, because you've not played them for so long, it actually doesn't make you feel like writing. Hmm. because they feel very fresh and very new it'd be like if you started to play the Smiths back catalogue now makes yeah. me wonder why you haven't you must be the only bass player who hasn't yeah
1: <laughs> have you ever fancied doing it Um I'm, I'm actually doing a, um, a thing at the ba- the London bass show oh cool in uh, in March I did it last year I did it last oh, year oh did you yeah, yeah yeah with Guy Pratt oh ah, yeah mm. so I'm doing that I think I have to play like three songs and oh, then mega take some
0: Questions. questions yeah yeah
1: so, do, do you know who it was last time go on me and susie quattro wow
0: Pumpkin Pumpkin how, Pumpkin. how wild was that yeah yeah but i mean i've met her before because i was at a friend's house and she said um uh, we, we were having a barbecue and she said i've got a surprise for you and i thought mm-hmm. i thought said? she said we've got a surprise guest i thought it's fucking susie quattro <laughs> oh my god it was weird she, she's very spiritual. Mm. and she she sees dead people ok <laughs> you can ask her if she's at the bass show but it's a great gig that bass show I mean I, yeah. when when I first got it I thought it was <laughs> ten kinds of hell
1: I a know a bass
0: guitar show I was like that oh, I know oh, I'm, I'm,
1: I'm yeah, a little nervous I
0: must no, admit no no you've got nothing to be nervous about because uh, Guy Pratt We it was either him that recommended it to me you know mm. Guy
1: yeah of course yeah, yeah.
0: So and um, he was, I was like you a little bit nervous and he was saying to me don't be fucking stupid he said you'll have a great time it's a piece of piss and I went down it was an absolute piece of piss got asked back next year it's money for old fucking
1: rope it's brilliant yeah,
0: yeah. and greatly you get to see all the fucking bass guitars oh yeah so it's really weird yeah
1: and I get to go to Manchester to see my friends and oh see, you go, you're see going back family. for a while no I'm just spending next a couple of days after the after the bass you've show. not been back for a while have you Um. No. Right, have you, have Over you been back a since the debacle that was Freebase? Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: of course. But you know, the thing I did like about Freebase was that it was a democracy. And that you don't get that very often in bands. No, no. Um, I mean, it was, it was weird. It was too democratic, really. <laughs> too many
0: bass players okay. you just cannot have that many fucking bass players together the dynamic is really weird yeah, yeah. you need the bass player to balance out the rest of the twats in a group and putting three of them together and he, we... he's got too much balance
1: we even laughed about it when we formed the band he was a kid imagine yeah, yeah, yeah. three bass players for yeah, some don't reason, reason we, did have we four. still did it Alex James
0: when we started who uh, yeah. dropped four. off and ended up working with fucking Barney that was weird
1: Ah, uh, right. Mm. That's probably why he dropped off.
0: Yeah, I would imagine so, yeah. Dropped off the face of the earth. God help us. Have
1: you heard from Manny out? Um, I saw him last time he was over, a few months back.
0: Oh, with uh, the Roses?
1: Yeah. Erm... Um, no, he's, you know, he's always good for a laugh, isn't he, man? Oh, He's just the same, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, never changes. We are musical survivors we are yeah and it's always nice to see you okay. mm, thank you mate so it's lovely to see you actually
0: but it's weird isn't it because you know when you look round at um, the impact we've had Hooky, now, especially with the Smiths it's amazing to think how it could ever be surpassed you know, everyone always get, you always get this thing about people wallowing. Oh, why is it all about the past? Why is it all about this? Why is it all about that? And the answer has to be, if you're so fucking bothered about it, do something. Yeah. Get off your ass, do it, and fucking blow us out of the water. Give and it a try. nobody yeah. seems to be able to blow you lot out of the water. In the same way, they can't fucking blow us a lot out of the water. And, oh. I, and that's the intangible thing about what we did at the time that you did it it's really weird and what an impact and what a heritage and you should be very proud of yourself to be able to live with that mantle yeah. we should be fucking it and survive oh thanks shoo yeah fan I'm a fan I'm a fan of his
1: <laughs> I'm, yeah. a, I'm a fan of his we're going to have a cuddle later <laughs> oh god we've had many a cuddle haven't we mate <laughs>
2: I'm Ellie Einhorn, and you've been listening to Peter Hook and Andy Rourke on the TalkHouse Music Podcast. Subscribe on Stitcher or iTunes for upcoming episodes. If you enjoyed today's chat, check out Andy's fantastic talk with his dark bandmate Dolores O'Riordan, or, for more great bass discussion, the amazing Thundercat in conversation with Kamasi Washington. Today's episode was mixed by Mark Yoshizumi. Till next time.